Blog Talk Radio. Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Are you there? Thank you for joining us. Yeah. You can go ahead if you want. Thanks, Shannon. Go ahead, Crane, if you want. Okay. Welcome to The Secret to Everything. I'm Kareem, and before we get started with our guest, Ann Thomas, I would like to tell you a little bit about Serenity Wellness, Natural Wellness. We offer intuitive life coaching services, distinct and in-person energy healing, and much more. You can find us at Serene Wellness on Twitter, Serenity Natural Wellness or Kimberly McGeorge on Facebook, and, of course, on our website at www.serenitynaturalwellness.com. And now here's Dr. Kimberly. How are you this evening? I am wonderfully, terrifically amazing. How are you, Cree? I'm pretty good. Pretty good? Good. That's awesome. Well, I'd like to introduce everyone. We're trying out various male co-hosts, and Cream is our first guest male co-host. He's going to be interacting with us tonight and bring a little bit of that male energy that, as anyone who regularly listens to our show knows, our show's kind of lacking. At one time, I think we had five women on here, and there is just too much female energy for me. So Cream's kind of up on the law of manifestation, and he's interested in metaphysical things, and he practices them in his life. So we welcome you to the show, and we think it'll be a great contribution tonight. Thank you so much. And, of course, we have with us Shannon. And how are you, Shannon? I'm good. Hi, everybody. Hi, Kareem. It's nice to have you on the show. Thank you. How are you? Good. Okay, well, I'm going to get to our wonderful, amazing guest, Ms. Ann Thomas, in a couple minutes. wanted to cover a few things. This weekend is going to be a really special event for Shannon and I. Shannon's going to be there also. I'm holding a class down in Cincinnati, and it's on the – it's actually near Cincinnati. It's on our website on the classes page, and we're going to be teaching a really great energy technique that you can use with your family and your friends and your kids. And I'm going to, Shannon, I always ask, put you on the spot, but I'm going to put you on the spot again. So tell everybody what this energy technique that I've taught you how to do has done for you, if you would, for just a minute or two. Well, I think you feel it. Even the first position that you you actually do on somebody, I think you can start feeling the energy flow faster, definitely faster, but you can feel it flow and easier through your body. From the first one to the last one, it's, it's almost like your body is on high vibrate. You can feel it through and through. But it's also it's also on high vibrate, but it's also relaxing at the same time. It just feels like everything is connecting and working together in your body. It makes you feel energized. 
um, happy. I think I smiled, you know, the whole day after having it done. I was happy. I was relaxed. But I had a lot of energy um, both times. And the second time, I think the more you get it done, the more you're going to feel that way too. Yeah, it really helps the energy run through you. And I think one thing you said one time, and a lot of my clients say is, you know, I say, well, what has it changed for you? And it it can change everything. Wouldn't you agree, Shannon? I think you're, when it changes, I think you're happier with yourself. You're happier with people around you. I feel like I was nicer after after having it done, like, um, I just wanted to smile at everybody and make everybody as happy as me. It puts you in a happy place. <laughs> it's Absolutely. not a lot of things to totally do anymore. Does. Well, to follow up on that, the class is going to be from 930 to 530 if you'd like more information. Like I said, it will be this Saturday in Cincinnati in two weeks, this Saturday before Mother's Day. We'll be holding one as well in Columbus, Ohio. We have a bunch of people registered, and we're really excited. The really neat thing about these classes is for less, then the price of a half hour with me, you get, well, some people might consider this torture, actually, but you get eight hours with me. So you can ask questions, and I do my own work as well, and so I'll be going around and giving you a little bit extra than just even the energy technique. But it's just a really great opportunity to contribute to the group energy and raise your vibration and just talk to like-minded people. So keep that in mind. And I want to do a brief, before we continue, I want to do a brief meditation. I like to be the space, be the energy, be the love, be the light, be the consciousness for all of you that listen to us. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I've been kind of following the numbers. The numbers aren't important to me. I do this so no one listens, and I do it if only one of you listen. But we've been doubling the people that listen to us each week, and an amazing amount of you have also listened to the archives. So for all of those who don't listen live and can't call in, do the work and other commitments. I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart, and I know Shannon and Kareem, thank you too for listening to us and for supporting this because we do this show for you. We want to facilitate consciousness in you. We want to facilitate everything you dream in your life, everything you can imagine. We want to facilitate that for you. So if at any time you have suggestions for topics, or, you know, you want to contribute to the program or even you want to be on the program, feel free. And Kareem gave the information at the beginning. Shannon will give it at the end. But feel free to contact any one of us, and we'll be happy to set that up for you. So kind of to open up the show, I found this really, I don't even know where I found it. It might have been, I don't even know where I found it, but I found this really amazing, amazing quote. And I don't even know if I'm pronouncing his name right, by Rumi or Rumi or whatever his name is, R-U-M-I. But it kind of led me to write this mini meditation, so I just wanted to open the show with this. So he says, come, come, whoever you are, wander, worshiper, lover of leaving. It doesn't matter if you have broken your vow a thousand times. Come, and yet again, come. Now, that's his quote. I have come to this place to tell you that magic is still possible. There is still hope. There is always healing. Not next week, not next year, but now. You can have instant transformation, a new way of being and becoming, a way to taste life and play in this amazing universe, a way to fully show up 
in ways you never believed or imagined possible until now. For this is your divine appointment. This is your wake-up call. There is nothing wrong with you. You just haven't known what was possible or how to become more of the powerful and infinite being that you be. Stop waiting for tomorrow. Your time is now. And that's what I got for you guys. That was, I think it's beautiful. That's what I got. That's how much all of you are loved, and that's how amazing your life can be. So without further ado, I would like to introduce our guest for tonight, Miss Ann Thomas. And Ann, I'll let Ann tell you about herself, but Ann facilitates what we're talking about. She facilitates consciousness. She facilitates radical self-care and self-love. And I'll let, you, I'll let her give, you know, all her information, her website, and I think she has a couple websites, and what she's doing. But I'd like to welcome Ann to the program. Welcome, Ann. Yay! Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to say, first of all, I am uh, so envious. I wish I could be in Ohio to attend your workshop. That just sounds amazing. Um, oh, I wish you could be too because we uh, have so much fun. <laughs> I know the energy would be flying all over the place. <laughs> yeah, they'd have to like what they have to do like stick tranquilizer needles. Shannon have to bring her medicine for us, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that roomy, um, that roomy poem was just fantastic. I, I really loved it. So thank you for opening in that way. Oh, you're welcome. Well, tell us about. Let's start. I'm not big on stories. I know we talked a little bit about stories last night, but because so much of my programming has been wiped clean, which I love, 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 I'm not huge on stories, but, I, you know, we all have a journey. And if you could give us just a taste of who you are in your journey, of how you got to where you are right now, so that everyone understands, like, who you are, that would be awesome. Sure, sure. So basically, um, what my name is Ann Thomas. I am the founder of Evolving Goddess, and um, I teach radical self-love. I primarily teach it to women, but what my story is that um, I basically spent 16 years being extremely depressed, suicidal. Um, I had a really tough number of things that happened to me, you know, sexually abused by my uncle, um, really rejected by my family for being gay. And there was just so many other aspects that made me feel either victimized or alone or, you know, just less than, you know, really not worthy. And it took me a long time of doing the work of self-discovery and just being honest, you know, about what my pain was, what my thoughts were, when I finally got to a place where I am just solid on the inside. And that's what radical self-love is. It's about teaching people how to get so solid on the inside that you have nothing but unshakable happiness and love and success in your life. And I'm happy to tell you more about it, but I just figured I'd take a pause for now. (laughs) 
<laughs> you figured you'd take. This is all about you. This is you're a feature test. You don't have to take a pause. Okay, well, all I right. Just wanted, no, well, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I always say that. Kelly always makes fun of me, one of our regular listeners, because she's like, you always say you're not going to talk, and then I just laugh because you always do. <laughs> so, but you know what? That's the beauty of it being my show. Well, I just wanted to piggyback on that a little bit because, and I know Kareem and I have talked about this too, radical self-love is a foundation for almost everything, in my opinion. And it's yep. sorely lacking in a culture and in a world that teaches us that giving, 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 always looking at everybody else, everything else, becoming codependent, um, becoming dependent on alcohol, drugs, sex, et cetera, et cetera. All that is not radical self-love or self-care. Really, we need to be in the mode of receiving, which is where radical self love, in my opinion, my point of view, takes us. What do you think about that, Ian? Yeah, I do think that, well, I, first of all, I completely agree that radical self-love is the core of everything. In fact, I say the more you fall in love with yourself, the more your life falls into place. It's just, it's almost like you raise yourself up to such a higher vibration that you can't even attract anything on a lower vibration. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just uplifting. You're not attracting the same level of situations, people, um, and your ability to manifest things more quickly and in the, in, the, in the way that you want things to manifest, I feel like, is facilitated uh, the deeper your self-love is. Absolutely. I agree. Even you're not, you don't really attract things of lower vibration Although, of course, things of lower vibration, lower vibrating people, since only 1% of the world, and I believe quite a bit less, one, two, maybe, maybe less, are truly conscious on a very, very high level where they're vibrating way, way into enlightenment. I mean, a lot of people are teaching that, you know, if you can vibrate at, quote, 500 on the scale of consciousness, you know, you've made it, good job, whatever. I'm like, really? No. I mean, 500 is like a penny compared to a billion dollars to me. There is just so much more. Why would you want to stop at 500? But the good mm-hmm. thing is, even though you're surrounded by all these lower vibrating things and you come in contact with them, they don't affect you the same way. They don't rock you. They don't rock your mind. They don't rock your emotions. Shannon's had some experience with this. You can kind of let them flow through you, and they're gone. So, yeah, do you ever get depressed? Probably occasionally. Do you ever get sad? Of course. I mean, we're still human. We still have human emotions. But the length of time that we wallow in those lower vibrations and then the effect that those lower vibrations have on us and its ability to bring us down and really manifest into our physical reality is so much less. Absolutely. It's like you bounce back way quicker. Way. (laughs) <laughs> Do you have any thoughts on that, Kareem? Yeah, I, I think we were just talking about that today. Um, I was going through a situation that normally, you know, I would have st- stayed stuck in that situation for about maybe two weeks. And after talking to you for five minutes, it was, I was just completely over it. So, yeah, I can That's definitely awesome. attest to that one. See, Kareem's really trying to get this job as a co-host. You see, I must pay him a lot. He's so complimentary. Thank you. That is so sweet. That is so sweet. But that all that power, Kareem, as you know, is in you. But he, but 
as Ian said, like it's a lot easier to be positive around positive people or raise your vibration around higher vibrating people. Of course, of course. Do you have any thoughts, Shannon? You're being awful quiet today. Um, so well, I didn't want to interrupt anybody, but I mean, we've talked about this a million times. If you let it flow through you, it can come in and go out. Yes, you're going to have the feelings. Everybody has feelings. And you don't want to block from feeling what you're feeling, but you just need to let it go when it comes in you. And it's a lot easier than people think it is. I think sometimes, you know how they say misery loves company. I think a lot of people like to hold on to anger or resentment or jealousy. You know, it kind of gives them like an adrenaline high. And they don't realize they would be so much happier if they would just let it come in and go out. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Anne, let's say I came to you and my life was a mess. I was depressed. I just lost my job. I'm going through a divorce. How would you talk to me about radical self-love? What would be some of the first things you would share with me? Um, The first thing I would say is it's a lot of work, and it is not just a one-shot deal. So be prepared to do the work because – you are your greatest investment, you know, so why not invest in the time and energy that it takes to take care of yourself? The second thing I would tell you is that the way I practice and teach radical self-love is that there are four cornerstones. So this is a regular process that you have to engage in in these four areas consistently in order to really cultivate that that inner foundation, that radical self-love. Um, and I'll just share what those four cornerstones are. The very first one is to connect with the divine within you. I know most of us are saturated in, um, you know, religious teachings or beliefs that have a God that's outside of us. And there's nothing wrong with that. I am not contradicting that. But I am saying, you know, start connecting to that spiritual essence, that divinity that's within because it's there and it's, it can be the greatest guide for you. And there's, you know, each one of these cornerstones have a lot of depth, but I'll just give you the highlights for now. The second cornerstone of radical self-love is to start honoring your body temple. And well, I'm not mm-hmm. just talking about, you know, uh, exercising or eating well and, and getting enough rest, but I'm also talking about getting into a place of gratitude. I mean, right now mm-hmm. as we're talking you know, our lungs are breathing, our heart is beating. I mean, there's so much going on in this moment for each of us that we should be grateful for and start acknowledging. Because without this body, without this temple, there's no way we could do any of the things that we are doing in this in this plane, in this earth. The third mm-hmm. cornerstone is to cultivate emotional authenticity. And this sort of goes along the lines of what Shannon is talking about, you know, that really we are in a society that I don't feel like gives people permission to have and feel their authentic emotions. And when you don't, you get blocks. You get blocks in your energy. You get blocks in your clarity. And so mm-hmm. what this is about is about getting real. Just get real about what you're feeling and give yourself safe spaces to be able to feel it. If you feel angry, you know, allow it to come up so it can flow out, just like Shannon had mentioned earlier. And then the last cornerstone, which is my personal favorite because it 
it was the hardest one for me, was is mind mastery. You know, really get a hold of what are those negative thoughts, what are those doubting thoughts that are in your head that are causing you to uh, create chaos or depression or whatever in your life and start to bust through the the uh, the falsehood of that and get to something that's much more life-affirming. So those are the four cornerstones, and then we go deep in each one I mean, as I work with my clients. Wow. And typically how long, is there any certain length of a time, or is it just individual, depending on each individual situation? Um, it, I, I recommend at least a four-month commitment, uh, just because I want people to get saturated in it. But really, the results happen very quickly when you're working simultaneously on all four of these areas. You know, breakthroughs are happening. So that's that's a piece that I get totally excited about, you know? Um, right. Because <laughs> I hated the fact that it took me 16 years to get over everything. You know, I, I was just doing therapy and, like, reading self-help books and, you know, going to workshops and so forth. And all of those things were valuable and they helped me. But it's I like that I can provide a shortcut for people. And I agree with that. And Shannon knows and even I think Kareem knows as well. And people that regularly listen to, I'm all about, you know, one of the things and one of the techniques or one of the tools I use is from Access Consciousness, but I love it because they say all of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. Well, who doesn't want a life like that? I mean, that is just like an incredible thought, and people don't even think that that's possible. But I am all about, and I've always been about, and Shannon's known me a long time and known how I've practiced in various ways. I will drop expensive things. I will drop things that have worked. I will drop things that I've invested thousands and thousands of dollars in and years and years perfecting if Mm -hmm. I find something quicker. And I want my clients and everybody I come in contact with, my family, my children, my loved ones, and I want them to get well instantaneously if possible. So okay. I'm with you. I wish, I mean, I can't say I wish I hadn't had, you know, the journey, the 20, 30, 40-year journey I've had. But as far as the healing journey, I would have loved to know what I know now, obviously, <laughs> when I first started oh, yeah. practicing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Shannon, you're on. Yeah. I'm on. I don't know if you heard me. You're on. <laughs> you're talking. Mm-hmm. Just so you know. We're trying to work out a call screening thing, and um, yeah, so we can screen our calls because we have a caller. I also wanted to mention really quick, sorry to interrupt you, Anne. Karen from Massachusetts was on hold, and she dropped. Karen, if you want to call back, we will get to some callers. I just wanted Anne to kind of get into our program and talk about um, introduce yourself before we started taking callers. So if you're listening still and you want to call back, feel free. And we will be taking callers and questions. I'm sure Anne would be fine, I imagine, to answer questions about any of these things that we're talking about tonight. I wanted to go a little into, and I don't know if you want to share, you know, too much of your secrets or how you do that, but I really like your last point, and that you talked about. I think that is so huge. Do you have any tips? that you can share how people maybe could start to accomplish that? Yeah, in terms of mind mastery, that, the, the, that's the cornerstone you want mm-hmm. to get some mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Yeah. So um, the, the first thing to be aware of is that most of us think between 15,000 and 60,000 thoughts a day. 
And what happens is that we are not cognizant or aware of what most of those thoughts are. So you can always realize that when you're starting to feel a negative feeling, whether it's depression, a low mood, a funk, an anger, something, you know, something that just doesn't feel good, a stressful feeling, that is your indication that there is some negative thought that is helping to produce that feeling. Um, so when you feel that, take time to first slow down and become aware about what it is that you're, what precisely are you thinking. And I like for people to write this down. And then once you write it down, I want you to ask yourself, okay, let's say, let's say the thought is, actually, Kim, why don't you give me a thought, like a, just a general negative thought that you hear people say? You can't ask me that because I have a clear mind. You have to ask somebody. Ask Kareem. <laughs> ask okay. Kareem. Okay, for Kareem. <laughs> why got to be equal? What happened? Why got to be I love it. That's hilarious. <laughs> I, I didn't say that you actually had to think it. Maybe you heard it from somebody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I, right. a lot of, I come across a lot of people. I'm very positive. I'm just natural optimist. But I do, uh-huh. give, you know, when I'm when I go through a lot of people and talk to people, they have negative things, and most of them, they're usually worried about, well, what if instead of actually doing it and making a mistake. So what would you tell them? Okay. I'll give so, you a specific one, Anne. How about yeah. what if I don't have enough money to pay my bills? That is not my thought universe, by the way. I just had to right, put right. that disclaimer on it. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the thought is, I, you know, I'll just, I'm going to get rid of the what if and just put it, I don't okay. have enough money. Okay. I don't have enough money to pay the bills. So then I would ask the client, okay, client, you know, tell me on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being, you know, the most intense, how intense is that thought for you, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say that they say it's a 7. So then the first thing I do is say, all right, I want you to turn up the volume on that thought, intensify it. So if it's a 7, let's bring it up to a 10. And... As they bring it up to a 10, I get them to get in touch with what that feels like in their body. Usually, it becomes extremely painful. You know, they're, no, mm-hmm. you know, they're getting very uncomfortable. And that's a good sign because you're, what, what I'm trying to do in that moment is activate your reptilian brain. Because in order to make change, you have to get out of your comfort zone. If you've been thinking that thought about, if you've had a money story, for, you know, years or weeks mm. or, you know, a lifetime, you are comfortable in that money story. So mm. you got to intensify the pain so that your brain, your reptilian brain, your most primitive part is ready to, to actually do something to get rid of it. The next piece I do is I then switch it up. Okay, what would it be like if you didn't have this thought? And here, I'm using the same thing, but the the flip side. I'm activating the pleasure principle in your reptilian brain. You know, because, again, this part of your brain functions based on pain and pleasure, avoiding pain and increasing pleasure. So if you start to imagine what your life would be like if you didn't think and didn't have that worry about, oh, what if I didn't have, the, uh, you know, enough money, then um, it's, it's – it's, it, we now have the foundation to start bringing that change on board. And then once we're in that supple mindset, 
then I start asking you to to think either like opposing counsel, that's from my legal background, because mm-hmm. I was a, a life coach, um, or things like a detective or, you know, but, but basically you are just collecting the evidence to the contrary of that thought. So maybe you start noticing where you do have enough money to pay the bills or how you can start getting some money. Uh, maybe there's some loans that you had previously made that you've forgotten about and you can call in. But this is the part where you start to, you know, really collect the evidence. And what that does is it breaks down the strength of that negative thought, you know, because through your neural pathways, you're weakening the strength of that negative thought by introducing counter logic, you know, to, to contradict it. And then finally, I have you create a better feeling thought that's believable to you. It's got to be believable, um, and maybe it's just a slight shift. Maybe the best you can do is say, you know, um, I, I don't, uh, instead of saying I don't have the money um, for uh, my bills, you, you might shift only to I don't have the money for my bills right now, but I can get it. Or, you know, some any type of elevation, we're looking for something that's believable so that your brain doesn't sabotage it, but at the same time that is up, bringing you up that emotional scale. So that's, I mean, I know that was a bit intensive, but that's uh, one of the things that I do to help my, with my mastery. That makes a lot of sense. Um, we do have a caller. I don't know who it is. Shannon, do you know who this caller is by any chance? Is it Kelly, 205? I don't know yeah. who it is. It is Kelly. It is? Okay, yep. hold on a minute. We're going to have it. We're going to bring in a caller. And hold on a second. Sure. Maybe. <laughs> Gotta love live radio. Kelly, are you there? Hi. How are you? Hi. Hi Wonderful. Kelly. How are you? Good. Good. Did you have a guest question or comment for Anne? Have you been listening? Yes. Anne, you're doing a wonderful job. Oh, thank you. And so is the co-host. <laughs> <laughs> I love the show. <laughs> um, I just wanted to say that um, the, uh, with the speaker sounds just like one of my counselors. They used to tell me that I ah. had to like I had to like go into that feeling in order to like move on and get past certain things. And um, you just like were saying certain things, and I was like, wow, that's what I had to do, you know. But yeah, you guys did it help. Great yes, did it help you when you did yes. that? When you went. Yes. Did it help with your thinking and with your repetitive thoughts about the same thing? Did it help yeah. you feel better about those things? Yep. A lot better, yeah. Yep. That's good. Good techniques, yeah. yeah. Do you have you anything know, else you'd like to ask? Go ahead, Shannon. I think Anne also has a soothing voice. I don't yeah. know if she's, like, practice talking yeah. to people or, <laughs> you know, it's just her natural voice and it's just her charisma, but she does have a soothing voice. I mean, like, she definitely keeps my attention when she's talking. So that is, yeah. that's a good good thing. Oh, yeah. thank you. She does. You're welcome. She does. I, I think that comes a little bit from that um, attorney background, too. To win cases, you got to kind of sneak up behind them, and then you stab them in the back. 
I yes. can say that. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't resist. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. No, but it, it, it translates very well into the whole counselor. Anne has a, a marvelous energy. She vibrates very high, and she has a lot of power when she speaks and a lot of charisma. And that's part of being a good communicator and a healer. Do you have anything else you'd like to ask, Anne? This is a one-on-one. You get a few minutes one-on-one, Kelly, so... Take advantage of it. Do you have any other questions? Um, no, not really. I just really okay. enjoy your show. <laughs> oh, thank you and so much, Okay, well, thank you for calling, and thanks for All listening. Right. You better keep listening. You're welcome. I will. Okay, <laughs> take care. All right. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Okay, Shannon, do you have any questions you'd like to ask Ian before I go on with the rest of mine? Oh, I have a good one. I've been working on this one for a while, and and sometimes I get at a standstill, and sometimes I get frustrated, and I was a little frustrated last week, and I kind of let it go, and and I'm just kind of letting things go how they go. I have a uh, 22-year-old nephew that his parents moved to South Carolina, and he moved in with his sister, and um, that didn't work out well. He started dating a girl 12 years older than him, and she lives with her step, her mom and stepdad and, and goes to college and doesn't work. And he had gotten a really good job and ended up spending too much time with her and lost his job so he couldn't pay his sister rent. So he's living on my couch right now, and I'm having a difficult time getting him motivated to actually go out and get another job and stop. He gets so consumed with this woman and pleasing her. I mean, I know it's insecurity and, like, he's never going to find anybody else that he, you know, loves as much as her as he thinks he does, but I'm having a really hard time, like, trying to motivate him and I'm trying to be supportive and positive and and it's just, I mean, last week was a hard week and, I mean, I finally let it go and trying to continue on my road, but I'm just not even sure how to handle him anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, um, one thing that I'm thinking about for him is what's the energy like when you've brought up this issue about trying to motivate him before? Like, what's the general energy you would say you brought to him? I believe when I'm when I'm trying to motivate him, he wants he wants my approval and he wants me to be so proud of him, and he has an engineering degree. And so he always is like, well, I applied to this job, and, you know, this job called me back. And and then I get to the point where I'm like, oh, cool, you know, the next day I'll be like, did you hear back or did you hear back? And I think that's a big mistake that I was making, trying to let him know that I was interested, and maybe they didn't call him back, and then he was, like, a little disappointed or whatever. But I'm to the point now where I'm not sure that he's actually actively doing as much as he says he's doing Mm -hmm. because he's, with this woman so much, and I don't know whether to, you know, keep asking him every day or just let it go. And But I don't want him to get in the slump of just hanging out with her every day that she's not in school at her yeah. mom's house instead of, you know, doing what he's supposed to do. I have a 20-year-old that's going to college full-time and working every second that she's not doing schoolwork and in school, and then my 22-year-old nephew is living on the couch. You know, right. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of hard to justify doing that. Well, 
there's a couple of things that I'm seeing immediately. The first thing is your nephew, um, he actually needs to invest in some radical self-love <laughs> because mm-hmm. he's, he's searching too much um, for external validation. You know, mm-hmm. that, from, from what you're saying right now, he's searching it in, in the company of his girlfriend. He's searching it in the approval of, you know, how you respond to what he's doing. So I actually, um, if, if it's okay if I just give you a little advice, is that okay? <laughs> Absolutely. I, okay. Definitely. I'm definitely open to that. Okay. So this is this is my recommendation for you. I think that rather than asking him about what he, uh, you know, if he's uh, uh, applied for jobs or anything of that nature, I think what you need to start doing is get him into some conversations where he's dreaming a little bit and getting back in touch with what his vision is. So, you know, like very casually, maybe outside of the home setting, you know, going out for coffee or something or tea or mm. something like that, and just being like, you know, I, you know, I know you got this engineering degree, but tell me, what was your vision when you first decided to go to engineering school? And get him to start talking and living from his vision. Wow, what would that be like if you could, you know, be that kind of mechanical engineer? Oh, what would you do? And really get him to start reliving his vision because then the motivation will start to come from the inside as opposed to something that's externally driven. Right, definitely. And I, I, I that is such good advice because if I would have just thought back, I definitely think that would work because he actually just graduated and like their final projects, he was so excited to show me and so excited of what he did and showed me every little part of the, the final project that he designed. And right afterwards, you know, he was gung-ho about, you know, applying at the engineering jobs and everything. And since he's graduated, he's gotten caught up more with her because he doesn't have the school to go to and be motivated about it. So I think that is definitely um, excellent advice where I can get him to thinking again and get excited about it again. Well, you just said it's important two words too soon, which I don't think you even were aware that you said. And you and I, and Anne, and Kareem, this is the benefit of being intuitive, have all experiences. It's you said caught up. And caught up to me says, wait a minute, wait a minute, program alert, programming alert, programming alert, meaning we have these things that in so in access we call implant bands and you know about that Shannon because we work on that when we teach this energy technique but there are programs that we get caught up in that we just run over and over and one of those programs are codependent relationships mm-hmm. and you get sucked in that way of relating and so yeah he's caught up but he's not just caught up he's addicted so that's Absolutely. a more you know that's a more serious situation. Caught up makes it sound kind of fun and light and playful. It's it's not. It's deadly serious. That kind of program and there's tons of those types of programs, not just relationships, but love in that way. Twisted love can be you know a negative programming. But when we get caught up in that, it can pull us off our career course. It can pull us away from our family. It can pull us away from our friends. It can pull us away from our children. It can create conflicts in our work. I mean, and, and I know you know what I'm relating to. I know Crane knows exactly what I'm talking about. We all know how the wrong person or, or choosing to love in the wrong way can just totally derail our whole entire life. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, you know, that's a brilliant insight. 
I also do think that, I mean, I mean, he's been this way with every girlfriend he's had, so I think there's, like, deeper issues. I do think, like, talking to him about the job is, would definitely motivate him, like you said, but I do think there's deeper issues that I'm not sure where Can they're I coming from. <laughs> what did you get from your All right. I know personally, and this is just from talking, because, you know, um, as a guy, we don't usually get in tune with our feelings. So when we mm. do actually get in tune with our feelings and give our feelings and let it go to somebody mm. and it's not in their best interest and we find out, even though we know they're no good for us, it tends to either devastate us for a long period of time and we have to find our way out of it or mm. it tends to enrage us and devastate us at the same time because we're not taught as kids to cope emotionally with the feelings that we get. We, we always taught, don't cry, suck it up. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. instead of learning how to cope with these feelings, we either get mad or we get into an extreme depression. So mm-hmm. what you're doing is you, you're, you're building them up as far as, you know, giving them as accomplishments. But the real problem is the female, because if you remember what you said, he had a good job, and then he started spending all this time with this female. Her interest is not him. Her interest is herself. So mm. he lost his good job messing with her. He got kicked out. I mean, he doesn't have any anywhere to stay. He can't pay the rent because he's messing. He's following behind her, and that's a toxic relationship. Mm. Yep. You know, that is such a good point, Kareem, especially, you know, at the beginning when you said it, the boys are taught, you know, don't cry or this or that, I think that definitely has a big thing in in Brandon's case, too. I don't even know how me and my brother were raised by the same parents because I know he Mm. loves me, but we don't say I love you to each other. He's not a loving person, and neither is my sister-in-law to to even my nieces and my nephew. They know that they love him, but they were more controlling parents, like you're going to do this, you have to do this, 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 and this. And my brother and sister-in-law are even trying to get him to move to South Carolina where they can get him under their control. So I think he's running from them, running to her. You know, I'm not sure he really knows where he belongs or anything. So I'm definitely going to take Ann's advice on working with him on getting him excited about a job because I feel like if he just found a place where he felt like he belonged, that he would totally blossom because um, another thing about him is I think he's starting to be a hypochondriac Mm -hmm. thinking certain Mm -hmm. things are wrong with him just to get attention. I mean, I I don't go to Dr. Hurley ever. I mean, I go to Kim, but... Um, he goes to the doctor more than me and my two kids have been in the last five years in the last six months. I mean, it seems like there's something always, and I feel like he's doing it to get attention. Yeah. So I I just feel like he's like a nervous, anxious mess right now, and I mean, I'm always telling him I love him. I'm always, you know, trying to be supportive and let him know I care, and I need to work harder encouraging and motivating, I guess I should say. Well, I disagree a little bit with what you just said, that you need to work harder, because it doesn't matter how hard you work, Shannon, because he doesn't have radical self-love. When we don't have radical self-love, we run to other people, other things, to feel that love, and it's really a false love. So what are some things, Anne, 
that Shannon could do to facilitate, be like how you would be in someone's life for her nephew. I mean, you mentioned a couple of things. Is there anything else she could do to facilitate him beginning the very beginning of radical self-love? That's, if you've never had that concept, it's a completely foreign concept to a younger young man, I imagine, that was raised in a family like that. Yeah. So you know what? I'll give you a couple of other tips just to one in each cornerstone, and that way, you know, you can share it with him. But frankly, the decision is his, right? It's, it's his decision whether mm. he's going to go forward and, you know, and take you up on the advice or whether he, for his own whatever reasons, is choosing to stay in the more painful part of this journey for a little bit longer. But um, so from the spiritual cornerstone, one of the best things is for him to just start a meditative practice. And, you know, if, if that's foreign to him, I don't, you know, I don't know what, what your nephew, whether he's be it's open foreign. or something like that. It's foreign, <laughs> right? Okay. So, you know, a, a meditative practice could be something as, as simple as just getting quiet for a minute or staring, mm. if he likes, you know, staring at a candle or if he likes music, trying to find a piece of music without lyrics, but just, you know, something where he could just, all he's doing is giving 100% attention to one thing, you know, that will help quiet the mind. So even if you tell him, just do this for a minute, just try this for a minute so he can start cultivating a relationship with himself. You know, from the from the honoring your body cornerstone, um, one of the things that I have found is movement. It doesn't it doesn't have to be traditional exercise, but you know, help him to get moving. You know, whether it's you guys go out for a walk together in the evenings, or um, ask for his help around the house some more, or w- whatever it is, but just. Some movement, dance, have a have a spontaneous dance party for five minutes during the day, you know. But that helps to shake like up to the energy. <laughs> and he he would be open to doing anything I asked him. I mean, if I said, you know what, we're going to meditate for five minutes, let's sit down right now, he would do it. I mean, because okay. he wants to also wants to please me. So I mean, he would do it. He would be like, you're silly, because you know I'm silly with the kids. <laughs> All my nieces think I'm like crazy, but. I mean, I always make him laugh, and we always have a good time. So I think he would, I think he would enjoy like the one-on-one time with me. Mm. Oh, that's good. So it'll be a bonding experience as well. But the thing is, you know, just make sure that it's not—he's not, not going to attach this to you, you know, because then mm. he will not—he will not be able to do it for himself. And the, the main key here is, you know, to to help him sustain it within himself, right? Um, right. And if I picked out, if, like you said, if I picked out some music and said, Brandon, you know, I want you to sit down for, you know, five minutes every day, starting out with that, and listen to this music and just try to blank your mind, he he would definitely do it. Even without me here, he would do oh, it. Cool. I mean, he's very open to, to trying new things and doing things. I mean, I did the bars on him the other night, and I mean, he could, you know, the, the class that Kim's going to be teaching, I did that on the, him the other night, and he just laid still and laid there, and I might continue to do that on him more because he was like, that's fine, I'll do it. And um, he could feel tingling and everything too. So I think if he just, you know, even if I do that, I'll be, you know, 45 mm-hmm. minutes that he's laying still for me. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. And if he's that open and receptive to you, that's great, you know, because then he'll at least, 
he'll start to get introduced to the concept. And, you know, it'll take a little bit of time um, for the snowball, you know, for the ball to get rolling, but at least it's it's a start. Right, definitely. And, I, you know, I think everybody does this. We just get so busy with our life and, and you know, with work. And I have a daughter in college who I talk to, you know, ten times a day and, and in touch with she's only two hours away, but we talk pretty often. And then I have you know, a 14-year-old son who's in school and track, and it's just like there's so much to do in the day. It's hard to fit some things in, but it definitely is going to be um, a goal of mine to make that a priority. Mm-hmm. I think Dan made a really important point. I don't know if you completely caught or if people listening that are in similar situations completely caught, but it's crucial is that we will, no matter how amazing energy healers we are, and Anna and I are amazing, but no matter how amazing we are or how much we can raise your vibration, in the end, and Ian, you know this, both you, Shannon and Creed, it's your choice. We cannot overtake your free will, and even if we could, you're not going to hold it. So I can lay my hand on someone in a grocery store and raise them 200 points or whatever scale you're using. I can't. Should I? I'm not saying I should. It doesn't mean I haven't done it. It doesn't mean I won't do it again. But they're not going to hold it. Yep. <laughs> you know? It has to be their choice. Only when they begin choosing all those things and whatever those things are for them, then, like she was saying, it can't be something attached to you. This is what I see, and, and it's not that he doesn't see this. She's being really nice. I'm not going to be nice. It's my show. I don't have to be. Brandon isn't choosing it for himself. He wants, he, and his energy is such, Hannah, I don't know if you know this, his energy is such of a very, very small wounded child. You probably shouldn't be discussing mm-hmm. it openly on national national radio, that. but um, he's a wounded child who has lied to himself and survived by convincing, nothing like reading somebody, by convincing himself that he has no choice. This is a particularly mm-hmm. touchy situation because you got to break through the his own lie, his own protective mechanism that he has no choice to get him to even see that he can choose. And that is going to take a little magic. Yep. <laughs> um, I agree, and I know point we... Of view. I don't know what Anne thinks about that, but that's my point of view in, you know, reading him. So. Well, and I know no. we've talked about this before. Like, we like the people that we are try to fix somebody, sometimes those people aren't. So, well, obviously I'm going to put a lot more effort into him than I than I would some random, you know, person that was my friend for, you know, a month. But we want to try, try, try to help somebody or, you know, and sometimes you've just got to say, you know what, they've got to do it on their own. And I'm not yeah. to that point yet by by far, but, I mean, I know what you mean. He's got to help himself. <laughs> you don't like it. I, I agree I with you, like Kim. <laughs> I got to tell you, I agree with you. I agree with you know what you're picking up on in terms of his energy, and that's why um, the steps that I was just mentioning. My intention with that is to help start cultivating that little seed for him mm-hmm. to start wanting to 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 get to a place where he's like, you know what, I. I kind of dig myself, or I want more for myself, or I want to be happier. Um, but it's a process, <laughs> that's for sure, <laughs> especially since he's not the one coming to you right now. You see what I mean? Like, it's, it's almost like we're trying to sneak him, you know, sneak him into this place where it's like, all right, you know, nephew, let's, uh, 
Well, and poor Brandon, but I'm going to say one more thing about him. <clears throat> He's comfortable in his pain. He does feel loved in his pain. That is love to him. It's very similar. This relationship with this girl is very similar to the relationship with his parents. It's comfortable pain. That is that is how he felt love. He had parents that said they loved him, but they treated him in this certain way. She says she loves him, but she treats him in the same exact energy patterns. Well, not where we need to become new people, but again, and I can't emphasize this enough, free will is a beautiful thing and it's a deadly thing because mm. you have to have it and you have to realize you have it in order to choose. And there's so many great possibilities to choose. And if someone said, if you had to like boil down, I mean, it's hard to boil down to one thing that I really emphasize with my clients, but Forget clearing, forget emptying your mind, forget all that stuff. Other than raising your vibration, if you can realize that you have infinite possibility every 10 seconds, every 5 seconds, every second, your life will change. If oh, yeah. you can really get that in on a cellular level down into your soul, your life will change based on that one thought alone. But this whole society programs us from birth the opposite. We don't have choice. Everyone thinks alike. Everybody dresses alike. Everybody listens to the same kind of music. Again, it goes back to that programming, and it's an illusion of choice within approved programming. That is mm-hmm. this reality. That is this 3D reality. What, what, where we're trying to go with this new consciousness movement and where the 1%, you know, is trying to spread to the 99% is you do have a choice, and it's frustrating sometimes. And doesn't that feel like sometimes you're beating your head against the wall? <laughs> you can't, you can't get them to break that glass house or that. It's it's almost like you, we all live in these bubbles, and really all you have to do is reach your hand out all the way and poke it, and it evaporates. But but we never reach our hand out. We never choose something different. We don't. It's, absolutely, it's like it's like people don't realize you can reach your hand out and poke the bubble. <laughs> you know. They don't, and I think that's one thing. I, as facilitators, I think, and sometimes, like, what you're trying to do, Shannon, <laughs> to continue our bubble illustration, is you're trying to kind of get under Brandon's arm and lift it up, but it'll never work. It will never work. He has got to choose. And and I, I people, this does not make me popular, but some people will never, ever, ever choose. They will refuse to choose. And that's free will, too. That's the negative side of free will right there. The only thing I, I, I just want to say that I, I I agree with you in general, but the one thing I think is that this is a moment where Shannon can be an inspiration for him. Whether he'll still, you know, choose to to not accept it, you know, that's still there. But my hope, because we all, I mean, the truth is all of us have gotten to where we are today because of other people helping us, supporting us, inspiring us, and lifting us up along their journeys. And, you know, but ultimately it was a combination of that and our own free will. She, I, think, I think, Shannon, you know, what you're trying to do is noble, but what I, I do agree with Kim in that, you know, ultimately if, if Brendan does not exercise his free will, if he, or if he chooses to continue to remain where he is, right. There, there's just nothing you'll ultimately be able to do. But I don't think you're at that point at the, right now. I think you're in a in a very different place right now. No, right. And I you agree. Know. Inspiring. 
point. I agree. I absolutely agree with inspiration. That's the only way that really we can encourage people to change is by inspiring, mm. inspiring them. And that's a hard lesson to any- learn. I'm sure. I'm sure when I when it gets to that point, Kim will <laughs> push me over well, the edge. Take over. I'll take over and I'll drag him the rest of the way. That's <laughs> for free will. Once you get to me, you lose all free will. And I neglected to mention that. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. kidding. You know, <laughs> kind of. You know, one other thing is since um, you were saying that he's comfortable in his pain, try the thing that I had said in the mind mastery piece. Try asking him, you know, um, like just just basically some questions about what his life would be like if he continued on this path. You know, get him right. to start associating with a more painful future and right. and then also with a more pleasurable one if he didn't, if he was able to sort of be motivated and get out of this funk. Um, right. That, that, should, that should help shake it up. Definitely. Thank you so much, Anne. Sure. Do you have any thoughts, Kareem, or any questions for Anne? Um, not right now. Yeah, I was kind of took over. Shannon kind of became the kind of Shannon show, so I thought I'd let I'd let you in and say like ten words. I'm just kidding, Shannon. <laughs> I'm Everything that was being said, I could say, you know, relates to what I'm going through with my son because I see that he's actually a little bit more, um, well, he's, he's supposed to be dependent on me right now. He's only seven. But I'm trying Aww. to get him to be more independent and, you know, start being, like, get up and do things by yourself instead of relying on me to do it. So, you know, I'm going to actually do the mind exercises with him. Like, don't you like it when, you know, daddy doesn't have to, uh, get you ready and get up. Don't you like having that freedom and stuff like that? So I'll provoke the thought and break down the negative thought of, oh, daddy has to do everything for me. So, you know, I, I thank you, Shannon, for bringing it up. Oh, you're welcome. I don't I'm, even, I'm glad I, I don't did. even know if I was going to bring it. That's funny because in my house, like, um, I, I say you guys have infinite choice every 10 seconds, but they have choices like either you can do the dishes right now or you can go to bed right now, which would you like to choose? So <laughs> we have like a positive <laughs> negative thing going on in my house. And just, but I'm a softie, so I don't usually enforce it anyway. I'm a very, tend to be kind of a rather permissive parent. Well, Anne, do you want to share with us, I know you have a, I don't know what you're calling it. Are you calling it a retreat? What are you calling a conference that's coming yeah. up in June? Would you like to yeah, tell us yeah. about that? I would. I'm so excited. I am hosting this conference on June 9th. It's in New Jersey. I know it's a schlep for some of you, but I hope you'll come. It's called Bold Her, Infuse Your Self-Confidence with Laughter and Love. And it is going to be just an amazing, inspiring day where you are going to laugh and be filled with radical self-love and learn techniques on you know, just how to boost your confidence. So, um, you know, there, you can go to www.boldher, all one word, .com. That's www.boldher.com. And what kind of things are going to be happening? Are you going to have, you have various speakers, right, and they're going to be oh, yeah. speaking on different things? How is that going to work? 
Yeah, we have um, five amazing speakers. So Susan Vernachek from Identity Magazine, which is an online magazine that that is unlike any other magazine. It doesn't do any mm. airbrushing. You know, it really accepts women just for who they are, you know, and embraces us. And she's going to talk about how to how to get A's in the game of life, all A's. She teaches people to how, how to accept, appreciate, and um, and achieve success as a, as a result of having that self-acceptance and appreciation. Um, Jordan Brown is an amazing uh, counselor and coach, and she is the founder of the Happiness Project in New Jersey. And she is going to utilize some techniques to help you stay uplifted and confident and bold, e- even when you're feeling down. Um, we have Nancy Witter, who is a comedian, who is featured on the Dr. Oz show and on Lifetime. And she's, you know, she's just going to help us get our fun back because it, our, it is our divine right to be in joy. Um, and then we also have Nicole Lundy, who is the founder of Neilani uh, beauty, and she's going to teach us how to be a force of beauty, utilizing our, you know, our physicality to help empower and uplift and make ourselves bolder. And of course, there's me. I will be talking about radical self love. <laughs> so it's going to be fun. I really, I, I can't wait. <laughs> that does sound like a lot of fun. How much does that cost? Is it a day? Is it a weekend? It's a day, and um, we're still in early bird right now, so it's it's ninety seven dollars. That includes your ticket, that includes breakfast, it includes lunch, it includes a swag bag, um, wow. and yeah, it's really good. I mean, it's a very affordable uh, you know, package. It's, and we're really close to New York City, so for people who are coming from out of town, it could be a fun weekend to just you know first get your power up and your self confidence up, and then. Go party hard in New York. <laughs> Go party hard. I love it. I like the sound of that. I have to say, that'd be fun. Wouldn't that be fun, Shannon? That'd be fun. Oh my gosh, that sounds like a day I don't want to miss. You all That's so like you and I. I'd love to yeah. take Brandon with me. You should. You Brand- all should come. You all should come. Just get a van. Just you know, make it the Ohio bus. Road trip. Road hey, I'm in New York already. Oh, oh yeah? Yeah, you're already there. Oh, <laughs> I'll show you all around the city. Oh, true. Cool. That would be fun. We'll have to yeah, do I've that. Never, well, I've never been in New York. So, really? such so a small town, Ohio yeah. girl. Give me a break. I, I'm, I mean, <laughs> most of you don't know this, but I grew up actually in Chicago before we moved to the hick town of Columbus. No offense, everyone. <laughs> so, um, I'm a little bit familiar with this. Big cities, but <laughs> uh, and you, know, you also have a. That's true, and I've been there many times. I have to say, and I do. New York is a wonderful city, and it has its own energy. It's even more high speed than Chicago, actually. And Chicago is mm-hmm. a lot more high speed than Columbus. And do you have a regular website as well? Yes. Um, it's www. Tell us a little bit about that. Okay. Sure. It's um, all one word. dot com, evolvinggoddess.com. And in fact, if you, um, if your listeners are interested in the work that I do, I have a free report. You can just sign up for it. It's called Surviving Rejection. Actually, this one might be good for um, Brendan. But Surviving Rejection: A Step Toward Radical Self Love. 
and then you'll be automatically subscribed to my free weekly newsletter. I give a really great, inspiring article each week that just helps keep you uplifted. So um, I'd love to have you as part of my community. Yeah, she I'm does. I've up. been on her. Yeah, you better sign up, Shannon. I should have told you a long time ago because I've been signed up for quite a while, and she does give some really, really great information. There's a lot of good information in that report as well, and it's a good resource to share with other people, and it's absolutely wonderful. Well, do you guys have any other questions for Anne before we wrap this up? I don't. You don't have any more? family members that need help. Don't answer that. Oh, quit it. (laughs) I do have one other family member I have trouble with, and you know who that is. Yeah, we're not even going to go down that road. We don't have five hours. (laughs) Well, Anne, thank you so much for being on the show. We had such a good time, and you gave us so much hope and wisdom and like Kelly or Shannon or both of them said, you, you have an amazing personality that you know, transcends to the media really well. You know, you're very energetic and positive, and I know this is a high-vibrating show, and I'm sure a lot of people will make comments when they listen to the archives. They really appreciate you being on. Oh, I'll have to have you back so sometime soon. I'd love to. This was so much fun. You guys are amazing. Just I love the energy and the wisdom and, you know, amazing things just can happen when all of us get together and just, Keep this stuff going. So thank you. Sam and I will talk about um, coming out. We'll talk about maybe coming out and seeing you. I don't know. I don't know if you could handle us at your (laughs) retreat. You might regret that invitation. You're going to get the biggest hug from me if you come. Like the biggest. (laughs) That's so sweet. And then we have to hit up Kareem. He has to show us all the like hot like restaurants and stuff in New York and go see a Broadway show or something. That sounds fun. (laughs) Yeah, I might be. I'm going to the um to the to to the seminar. Oh, you are? Yeah. You're going to the seminar? That's awesome. Yeah, I already made my awesome. mind. Awesome. Awesome. You're, that's great. I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, thank you so much, Anne, and you have a good night. I'll be in touch soon. I'll give you a call in a little bit. Okay. Good night, everyone. Night, Good night. Kim? Yeah, I see. I think a caller got came it. on. Yeah, I hope they didn't want to talk to Anne. <laughs> Hold on. I'm still on. <laughs> Oh, good, Anne. Caller area code. Sorry, we don't know how to screen. We flunked, I think, at doing that earlier. Um, area code 818, do you have a question or comment for any of us or Anne? Um, yes, I just went on, and I just I don't know if this is to do with the topic, but um, my son's dealing with – are you also dealing with empowerment, of how another person can empower oneself? Absolutely. Because, okay. Because um, I'm working on something with him. We had, I'll just tell you the background. Everyone makes mistakes in their life. And mine was that I didn't believe in my intuition and didn't have awareness. Mm. And because of it, I married a man that was a bipolar sociopath. And my mm. children suffered from it. Um, now my son's 22, and he finally is not in denial anymore because he's having anxiety problems. And he knows that his father, who he is, I was in court for five years before I realized what even a sociopath was. I had, it was a strange occurrence how it came about. Have you ever heard of a story about um, there was a mobster who, um, Mary Jo Bufaleccio, 
um, where this woman shot her in the head, mm, Amy Fisher. Yes. Okay, I met Mary oh, Jo. Yeah. And she was the yeah. one who told me, go look up this word, sociopath, you'll find out who your husband was, ex-husband was. This is after the case was, my case was in courts for five years, and then all these things came out afterwards. Can you imagine living a whole lifestyle and you didn't even know that you were married to a crazy person, you know, what it was all about? So now I'm dealing with empowering him because what came out of abuse is that he has lack of self-confidence um, and um, insecurities when he lost his job. Um, he throws up from it. And, and what the doctors were treating him for what was he was throwing up from, Not now he realizes it's, it's his the a, a, a controlling of his father, that's what causes him his anxiety, extreme anxiety. And my daughter's dealing with it where um, she can't be touched, but she's dealing it in her way. She burnt her emotions like I used to do. So, But I do have something good to say. Um, I am now living my manifestation destiny. Mm. Awesome. Before that happened, I didn't have awareness, and, and I reached for somebody who was a fake guru, songwriter, because I wanted him to help my son with meditation because I met everybody from all walks of life. I got fooled for a year and a half, and, um, well, after it, after it happened, um, I got it. I got awareness and um, intuition. I have a person in my life who's my soulmate and is seeing, me, seeing things, showing me things in a different light. So that's a good thing to say, it, but well, how you live your life does affect you after the long, after you leave that relationship. I don't know if you experience this sort of thing, but I think everybody in life experiences some kind of narcissistic person or vampires of a, a psychic vampires. Okay, I'm not going to say mm-hmm. any more. Okay. Is it a mouthful? Yep. Yep. And that was a lot. You said a lot. And do you have any thoughts on what she shared, our caller shared? What is your first name? Susan. Susan. Hi, Susan. Um, This is Anne. So I actually, I think the the upshot of what I'm taking from what you're saying is despite the the harm that was caused, I love the, the fact that you now are living your manifested, you're manifesting the life that you're supposed to be, that you, as a result of that pain, you were able to better access your intuition, you're better able to get to a place of strength. And I think that's the story for all of us. You know, that's the, that's the victory mm-hmm. for all of us, that no matter where you are in your journey, if you're in that painful place right now, there is hope. You know, and it starts mm-hmm. with that awareness, like you were saying, Susan. So I'm just saying kudos to you. And in terms of, you know, dealing with your son, mm-hmm. just being able to continue. There's a couple of things. Number one, the more you do your own work, the more you do your own journey, it will give your son permission to do the same. You know, it, it, it's just like that Marianne Williamson quote. You know, our as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. Mm-hmm. So that's one. You know, the, the second thing is to really um, follow. I, I don't know if you heard what we were talking about earlier on the call, but I think some of the same things apply. Help your son to start getting rooted in a sense of what's possible for him. Get him to start visioning. Get him to start dreaming about what his life should be mm-hmm. like. And mm-hmm. that will help him to start 
it, it does it does so many things. It will help him to start manifest. It will help him to start uplift his energy. You know, it, it's just going to be uh, it's going to be a wonderful journey for him if you can just get him into that dreaming state. Uh huh. And so I, when we take walks, I see a dandelion and I tell him make a wish on it. And mm. I said, dream. Um, this is how I do my manifestation. And what happened was, I thought it. Then I dreamt it. I was dreaming it like I was in the dream, but like it already happened, like I'm in a movie, and like it already happened. And then mm. when I woke up, try to make it happen. And the person that's in my life is pr- is pretty much what I wanted. The thing was with me is with that um, that vampire, psychic vampire, and I want people to be very careful of this one, that sometimes people will come to you and you to notice if something's not right which now I know if you see him a person acting a way that you don't like them acting to others you should keep away from that person cuz they're acting towards you the same way you just can't see it mhm that's true and I couldn't see and now I can't with my awareness and if you touch somebody and it doesn't feel right or you feel a weird I can pick up energy I can't pick up body language and if something mm-hmm. just doesn't seem right run away because you got one warning. I had a warning with my ex-husband, and I didn't use it. I had a warning with another couple. I didn't use it, and they would try to assume my identity. So it's like you have to be aware of your surroundings, and if you feel something's not right inside your mind and body, get away. And that's what they're teaching the children. That's what I learned about the children, that the missing children, the missing people, mm-hmm. that you can't kill anybody. You have to... You have to injure them, get the police, the police will come and, and take care of the rest. You can't take the matters in your own hands. And even in the law of the land, it's just the way it looks. That's the way, that if a man and a woman are fighting, the police come if they see the woman not having blood and the man does, they'll take your children away and you will be taken away. So in other words, unfortunately in the world we live in, you can injure someone, that's okay, but not kill. Even for self-defense. Susan, how old is your son? 22. I thought he was older. Have you only sought mainly conventional medical treatment for him? Is that what I That's why I went to this psychic person to teach meditation, and that's what happened with me. He taught me how to quiet my mind, and while my mind was quiet, I didn't know I had visual perception. And so Um. he started talking about the beach and visualizing the warmth of the sun, well, I kept on falling asleep each time. I didn't realize it was hypnosis. Oh. So yeah, I I I uh, I felt he uh, he did every kind of mind controlling ch- um, chakras, everything you can think of. It's called taking away your um, spiritual. Uh, I was a spiritual contestant, in other words. That's what he wanted me for. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, but that's okay. I I I lived well, it. And I'm what really I glad you're in one that night, place. Huh? I'm really glad you're in a better place now. Oh, I am. It's just that certain things will trigger things, and I have to kind of say, I'm safe. Don't let it bother you anymore. And this new person in my life, whenever I hear certain words, and just like I say to my son, we hear certain things and it triggers. Because do you know about gaslighting? It's, 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 yes, absolutely. I've, it's been done to me in a couple of relationships, right, Shannon? <laughs> oh, really? That's what my ex-husband did to us. That's I understand. So it's well, there's an old movie, and that's where the term comes from. It's a black and white movie, and I don't remember who's in it. It might be Cary Grant, which I adore. 
I'm not sure who the woman is, but basically gaslighting is when you make, well, I can't say. They try to make you crazy. Well, the common cultural term is a mind blank, 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 blank. It starts with an F, ends with a K. That's what (laughs) gaslighting is. So it's when, you know, it's when someone acts like you're the crazy one. So they'll Mm -hmm. say something, and then, you know, two days later, they'll say the opposite thing, and you'll say, but you said this, and they'll say, no, you didn't hear that right. Or they'll, there's a lot of techniques to it. What he did to my daughter um, as a baby, um, I didn't know this until later on. See, I didn't, abuse is very complicated, but gaslighting, what he did to her, um, he moved things around her room all the time. So she didn't know where anything was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so now to this day, she's 24. She can't have anything touched in her room because that's her security. And you and with me, um, it was all planned from the moment he met me. See, they live, they're like a puppet master, you know, like in the, the castle, you know, the court gesture. They're the smarter than the king. So for me, it was all planned when I went to the doctor, um, when I got, arrived there, the dentist with my little daughter. It was already canceled. And so they said, why are you here? There's no, there's, we don't have any, it was canceled. So in yeah, other words, when we go to crazy. court, it's like you don't want, they don't want you to think you're in your kid's life or they'll write things on paper and it's invisible ink and you don't see it or, you know, just mind controlling, making mm. you think you're crazy and and complete control. It's all for their empowerment and it's, it's, and with narcissism or, or um, psychic vampire, what that person was, he was feeding off me. In other words, he touched my hand and I felt my energy just releasing. And he was a Reiki master. So they know which pressure points to excite you. <laughs> it's hard to believe it. Or they can touch you in certain areas and you can get an orgasm. I mean, you know, and, and make you fall asleep. It's all complete mind control. So, in other words, I gave this man too much information because I, I thought he could help my son. He says, I'll, help, I'll be able to help your son right. if you tell me. Right. I told him everything. And he told my son, it's your father who did this to you. That's why you throw up and stuff. It's the thoughts in your head. What I didn't realize is that he also asked me one night, what do you want out of life? And I said what I wanted. And he pretended to be everything. Of course. Soul. And so, of course, yeah. And and then one night, um, I felt what my children felt like because he, I I felt safe with him. And one thing led to another that evening. We're praying or whatever. And um, there's different kind of rike that they can do. One's um, exotic rike, which is sexual. And if you to find God through sex or tantra, it was all. And then slip you a drug. I was slipped a drug, which I didn't realize it into this year why I couldn't what a move. Shame. But what a it's shame. not bad because all of these things made me realize what my children went through. That That's night true. I felt abandonment, loss of trust, anxiety and fear. Also that I could understand what my kids went through and then I had to drive mm-hmm. home. That's the only way I can look at it. And then after it happened I had to go I went back to him for a year and a half because I thought he had the answer of, of I was to go to my daughter's graduation in Arizona. So he he taught me how to get rid of fear. So I had felt no fear ever. And that was and so you need to have some fear in you a little bit so that you it's your safety net. And so I took off my mask and my clothing. I mean, you know, that's pretty much. And he it, he had a cult following. So it, it's called it's called um again 
making you feel um, safe and then um, taking away your innocence in a, in some respect. So, well, thank um, but you it for all... reminding us that we need to be careful of who we trust and what we do. And we only have a couple more minutes. But oh, thank okay. You I'm so sorry much I talked so much. No, you didn't. Thank you so much for calling. Okay, really just be aware of who you surround yourself with. Okay. We appreciate well, the comments. Take care, darling. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. And you're quiet. Wow, a caller that can make everyone go quiet. I do think she brought up an important point. Just because somebody's an alternative practitioner or conventional medical practitioner or a counselor does not mean that they're ethical or that they're operating on higher energetic frequencies and principles. So I guess I would probably love that call with, you know, whether it's the people in your life, um, you know, do listen to your intuition and usually it doesn't steer you wrong. And by no means is every alternative practitioner, any every counsel, you know, completely ethical um, and out for your best interest. But I think that's part of starting to trust your own knowing and trust your own wisdom and go with what feels lighter to you versus what feels heavier. But, um, okay, and now we'll let you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, this we'll let you great. go now. <laughs> I promise. Been really great. <laughs> Let's another callers listen. But thank you so much again for joining us, and have a good evening. And we're gonna chit chat for just a couple more minutes and sign off. So we'll talk to you soon. Take care, Ann. Bye. 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 Do you have any thoughts, Shannon? No, that last one kind of <laughs> blew blew my mind. Everyone was yeah. Well, I just. Um, I mean, you, you know, know people are out there, there were like some good that, points but... in there. I know, oh, but absolutely. you know, I mean, it doesn't hurt to be reminded. It doesn't hurt to be reminded that we can be so desperate and so hurting and so broken absolutely. that we give our money. And one thing, it's actually a big thing with me. And I'm going to go into a little mini rant, which I went into a major mini rant when um, I didn't know how to work Blog Talk Radio last week when everybody was sitting on the phone and I didn't know they were. But, um, you know, one of my issues is, okay, well, the examples that, you know, Susan used were clear, you know, clear violation of people's trust. But what I constantly say to my clients and everyone is be careful who you give your money to, be careful whose $97 packages you buy, because everybody's offering, you know, okay, this is it, this is it, this is it. But don't you think, I mean, my goal, and I think I've said this to Kareem and I've said it to other people and I've said it to you and I say it to my clients all the time, I want to be your last healer. I mean, if you are truly a healer and can facilitate high-level healing, there shouldn't be another one and another one and another one and another book and another package. At some point, let's stop being healed. Let's start playing. Let's start celebrating our life. Let's start living our life. Do you not agree, you guys? I mean, who wants to spend their whole time on this planet struggling to find help and healing? Not me. And, you know, I've signed off that roster. You know, I'm done. And I'm not saying that there aren't areas I need to work in on and things won't come up that I need to deal with. But, again, it's the bounce back thing that Ann and I were talking about. Wouldn't you agree, Shannon? Don't you think you and I play a lot more now than we did 10 years ago or 20 years ago and we're a lot freer and brighter and even Kareem I think is seeing, you know, results in his life of making different choices and starting to get off the healing train and starting to get on the living, you know. Starting exactly. to get on with the living. Exactly. You know, so, I think um, go ahead, I think whoever. A difference. 
from the last 10 years to now, but I also think there's a huge difference from last year to this year. You know what I mean? I feel yeah, like me too. it just keeps getting better and better and better. Once you get a little taste of it and you work, it's just it's amazing what your life can be. And I, I mean, I know that's what we're trying to teach everybody, and we're trying to bring up things that we can talk about now. But it, it really is truly amazing. Did you have any thoughts, Crane? I think that, um, you know, that like I think you said it last week when, when, when you first, when I first talked to you and I had a consult, that it, the, the results were instantaneous and I was overzealous like a little kid and mm-hmm. you know every day is like like she just like Shannon just says it's, every day gets better as long as you make a conscious effort to to um, to exercise your choices and know what choices make you feel which way so you can make yourself feel better so you know um Every day I I do that is before I I think I was telling a friend last week I was saying that basically um, the power of my choices have become like I just said so I'm in was instead of being mad for two weeks is now if it's a minute that's long because I know I can actively choose every second to be happy so once people realize like. Every second you could choose to be happy, you don't have to harbor on anything for longer than a second, then their life will change. You know, That's Kim, really true. Go ahead, Shannon. I mean, I know you haven't, she hasn't told me intimate details of, of her conversation with you, Kareem, but by what little bit she's told of me about you and by just the, the little bit that you've spoken tonight, because I know we've, like, rambled, <laughs> I can tell, like, you you actually get it. Like, you're not expecting Kim to call you every day, lift you up, you know, pump you up, like, let's go, let's go get today and be positive. Like, she's given you the tools. She's done what, you know, she's helped you so much that you have enough confidence in yourself and your self-awareness that you're actually going out and making those decisions on your own. You're making a decision not to not to be angry for two weeks, but to be angry for five minutes. I think that's amazing. Like, I think it's amazing that Kim can motivate somebody that much, and I know she can because she does me. But I also think it's amazing that you've consumed or, you know, taken in everything that she's taught you and used it cause, because that's what that's what makes it all worthwhile, and I know that's what makes it all worthwhile to her. I know that's really important to her. I know when when she has somebody that that takes what she's given them and runs with it, she just gets so excited. I mean, it just totally makes her happy too. Exactly. Oh. I, a, I, I I know I heard something before, and I always take this with anything: is knowledge plus applications power, not just knowledge equals power. So you have to right. get the knowledge, educate yourself, and then apply it actively to actually have any kind of recollection or, or even believe what's going to happen. So Absolutely. Yeah, that's really, I mean, I totally agree with, I totally agree with both of you. I guess, and I think all tools work 
to some extent, all tools are valuable, even what I call lower vibrating tools. And this is not going to make me super popular, but I wasn't going to be popular. I was going to be famous, and that's a little bit of difference. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just I'm going to goofy moves. And when the show goes on, the more I get goofy, maybe close my bedtime or something. But um, one thing I said, Reiki is actually very low vibrating modality. So it's funny how she kept saying Reiki, Reiki, Reiki. That doesn't impress me. Now, what does impress me is, yes, Reiki is a very old, old, ancient, valuable healing modality. I am not saying it doesn't have merit. But we are coming into a new dimension. The energy is changing on this planet. It is speeding up exponentially. People are hungering for consciousness. If Reiki could have cut it, we would have been conscious 800 years ago. All I'm telling you is when you choose who to go to, who to spend your money on, I'm not saying that if, if Reiki is one of their tools, Reiki is not cutting as aggressive energy, consciousness, medicine. It doesn't vibrate, vibrate that way, and I'll be talking about this on the telephone I'm on. I mean, I will name names and I will call modalities because I want you to get well. I want you to get well. I want you to get well more than I want to make money. I want you to get well more than I want notoriety for myself. I'd rather have a horrible reputation and all my clients be well. I just would. And Shannon knows that's my heart's desire. And so I'm going to tell you what works, what doesn't work, what works better, what, you know. And it's from observation and like I said, if Reiki would have worked, we'd have, like, millions and millions of people out there that were healed. So, obviously, there's a little bit of a hiccup there. So, when she kept saying Reiki, 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 um, by no means is this show endorsing Reiki as, you know, the be-all and end-all of everything. And But at the same point, she was speaking negatively about it. There are beautiful, amazing, gifted Reiki practitioners out there. Usually, though, someone doesn't just practice Reiki. They also use a lot of other healing modalities. So, I just wanted to put in my two cents about Reiki because it's my show, and I can. <laughs> so uh, do you guys have anything else you want to add to that after my seventh mini rant there? No. Not at all. <laughs> <Shannon knows> better. <laughs> she's like, I'm not even going to get her going because she's going to start saying no. other things. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for being on the show. Thank you, Crane. I hope you had a good time. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I'm going to, Hannah, if you could talk a little, you did, good. Um, the the times we let you talk, right? It's hard being on with a bunch of women. <laughs> That's why we need you. We need <laughs> uh oh, he's gonna he's gonna I can I can see how this is gonna go. It's gonna be probably in a couple more shows. It's gonna turn into the Kareem show. He's not even gonna let us talk, Shannon. <laughs> there you go. I'm just teasing. you know I'm just teasing you. But thanks for being yeah, on. I'm gonna let Shannon talk about our class this weekend and how we can be contacted and we'll we'll take it out. I'll let her take it out. Thanks, Kareem. Good night, Shannon. Good night, everybody. Right, good night. Just want to say thanks, everybody, for listening. It was an awesome, awesome show tonight. I'm very excited about all that I learned. I hope everybody else learned a lot, too. And I do want to stress one more time, the time that Kim gives even to Kareem, the time that you can spend with Kim one-on-one is so amazing. I mean, definitely anybody 
that is interested, please, please email us or set up an appointment. You will definitely, it will change your life is what I'm saying, plain and simple. Um, you can reach us at www.serenitynaturalwellness.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Serene Wellness. Um, I also want to talk about the Access Consciousness class is this Saturday at Quality Inn in Miamisburg, Ohio. It's from 9.30 to 5.30. It is an amazing healing technique that you will learn. Um, I've had it done on me by Kim. I'm looking forward to, to actually going there and maybe having it done by somebody else. I think I'm kind of spoiled by having it done by her, but uh, it's an amazing thing to learn. It's an amazing thing to, to have done. So if you have any questions about that, you can question us on the website. We will be glad to get back to you as soon as we can. And thank you for listening. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening on All Secrets Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Listen every Wednesday night, Eastern Standard Time, from 7 to 8 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio.